0: Well, good Sunday morning to you. It is Mile High Magazine. I'm Melissa Moore. Thank you for spending this Sunday morning with me. Well, I've talked with her before, and it's always a great conversation. Kari Eckert, who is the executive director of Robbie's Hope, good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: Well, it is good to talk to you again.
1: Thank you for the opportunity to talk about a difficult but important topic.
0: It really is. Well, first off, Kari, tell us the story about Robbie's Hope, what it is, and kind of how it came to be.
1: Yes, Robbie's Hope. So we are an organization, a movement of teens in the whole country that's focused on making meaningful change in their communities. Our son, Robbie, sadly died by suicide just over two years ago. Robbie was 15 years old, a sophomore in high school. Um, my husband and I, we knew we needed to do something quickly, mm-hmm. so we created Robbie's Hope. And we believe that awareness and education are the first steps towards suicide prevention, and we are dedicated to helping teens remove the stigma surrounding depression, anxiety, and an effort to prevent teen suicide.
0: And Kari, I remember talking to you just months after you lost Robbie, and mm-hmm. here we are two years forward. I mean, that's a that's a lot of change, and, and a lot of great conversations that have come about in those two years.
1: There have been. It's um, still can be very very hard for Jason and I, but we are so encouraged um, having those conversations with teens and watching teens grow, feel empowered, feel heard. It makes the work very much worth
0: it. I'm so glad to hear that. Well, tell me a little bit about this past year. Um, I'm a parent of a teen myself, and I hear from so many just the anxiety, the depression that teens have been facing because of COVID-19 and, and being kind of quarantined and sectioned off from their friends. What have you been seeing?
1: Oh, goodness. Um, you know, the whole <laughs> a whole array of things. Um, isolation and being in a smaller home environment works well for some teens, but for a lot of teens, um, the isolation, here we are almost at 11 months, um, school being uncertain, sometimes remote, sometimes in person. Um, I think depression and anxiety are growing amongst teens, and um, it's, it's hard. They, they are struggling.
0: And as a parent, you see your child struggling. What do you do?
1: You ask. You ask how they're really feeling. Um, you take the time to listen listen to what they have to say, don't put words in their mouth, be vulnerable. Um, COVID is hard for everyone, mm-hmm. um, but just taking the time to recognize, make sure that you don't have distractions, put your phone down, and really, really listen. Teens are very they're very aware if they're being heard or not, and when they're being heard, they may open up and um, let them know it's okay. This is hard on
0: everyone. Right. And I think for all of us, this is their first time going through something like this, and teens are no different. They just don't have, I would I would guess, um, the life experience like we do.
1: Oh, it's so true. We talk about the word hope. Hold on. Pain ends. But for teens, like, if, if your child's in high school, this COVID situation has probably been 25% of their high school career. That's significant. And mm-hmm. we don't have experience. We don't know what to draw on in this we're learning. We're. I think, you know, kids are, and adults, we're starting to do a little bit better with it. But experience is so important, being able to look back. What worked well? What didn't work? Um, what would you do differently? But with this COVID, it's very unfamiliar, and that's what makes it really hard.
0: Right. And I know that you have compiled a set of resources, correct?
1: Yes, we have two. Um, they're called the Robbie's Hope Adult Handbook and the Robbie's Hope Technology Handbook. And these are written by teens right here in Colorado. Um, the adult handbook is a guide by teens on how to talk to teens. It's a game changer. It's available for free on our website, robbies hopecom It's available in both English and in Spanish. We have mailed um, over 75,000 copies of this handbook in print to teachers, coaches, adults, parents, to teens. Teens distribute these. It is a true game changer. It encourages adults how to have difficult conversations, and conversations change things for all involved.
0: Absolutely. What are some of the takeaways that you had from that book?
1: Oh, (laughs) it might be a little bit scary, but it's it's doable. Um, Just when to have the conversation, choosing the right time and the place. Think about the team that you are working with, whether it be your child or not. Um, Does your child like talking in the car? Do they prefer talking in a space where they can get up and walk away, like your living room? Um, Just being—it makes you think about who you're who you're visiting with, Mm -hmm. and and encourages you. Don't need to be afraid to ask difficult questions. Teens actually—they want to talk. They really, really do.
0: And that is one thing I've learned from you and other experts I've talked about over the years, you know, as you talk about, as we talk about suicide and anxiety and depression, to just talk about it straight, straight on, head on. Yeah, especially
1: with teens. Um, Teens are very aware that a lot of their friends and their classmates are struggling and they um, they feel. Are understanding that some teens think suicide is an option. I think our, as an adult, I'm in my mid-40s, um, we grew up with a different approach. And teens, they don't want to brush things under the rug. They want to just share and be heard. Um, we didn't always grow up with that, being right. vulnerable, being real. It's okay. It doesn't make the problem bigger. It actually decreases. It, you don't have to carry it alone. Alone. You don't want to be alone. You want to be heard.
0: And I love the work that you're doing with Robbie's Hope. Tell me about, I know you're doing other things, about the ambassador program.
1: Oh, it's very exciting. So we kicked that off this fall, um, our Robbie's Hope ambassador program, and it's grown a bunch. Um, we have over 2,000 ambassadors, 2,000 teens in all 50 states that are working to spread the message and the awareness of Robbie's Hope. Um, over 1,300 teens right now. We had kicked off our third hopeful drive. So that's a drive that kicks off. Um, Robbie should have turned 18 on January 21st, a difficult day. But um, each year since his death, we have used his birthday to kick off a campaign empowering teens to bring meaningful conversations to their communities. And this year we have over 1,300 teens across the country engaging, asking adults, hey, do you have a moment to listen to something that's important to me? Can I tell you about teen mental health, about things that you can do with the teens that you work with? Um, the ambassadors have been, we've mailed out a lot of these handbooks, both the adult handbook and the technology handbook, and they've been presenting them to their teachers, to their coaches, to parents. It's amazing the feedback that I get. Um, when teens feel heard and when they feel like they're contributing, making a difference, it's a win for everyone involved.
0: Exactly. I mean, you're getting it right from the horse's mouth. Here's how we're feeling. Here's what we want you to know. Yeah. And
1: not the whole efforts behind Robbie's Hope, we're not placing blame. We're not encouraging teens to place blame. Let's figure this out together. And teens, by listening to teens and what their ideas are, we can create change. It's It's so powerful. And Teens feeling heard is just a true, it changes everything for everyone. And ad- adults, the feedback we get from adults, they're so proud of the teens that take the time to do this. It's it's really, really, makes the work that I do, it makes me want to keep going.
0: And tell me why you think, I mean, all the teens that you work with, why do you think they want to be involved with this?
1: Oh, God, they're tired of seeing their classmates and their friends struggle silently. They know that teen depression and anxiety and suicide are very prevalent in their communities and in their schools, and they don't want that to continue. They want to make a difference. They Teens are very empathetic. They're resilient. Um, they're open-minded. They want to change this.
0: Well, some of the other work you're doing is with legislatures,
1: correct? Yeah, so we had success in Colorado last session in 2019. I was able to work with a number of teens, because this is about teens. This isn't about Jason and Kari and the adults. It's truly really about teens. Um, to present legislation last um, spring, and it passed um, right after COVID remotely, but it was still I was able to t- um, take some teens and testify. And in Colorado, Governor Polis signed, Mental Health is an Excused Absence. Prior to the bill being introduced, only you could only excuse your child for a physical illness, and a physical illness and a mental illness—they aren't the same thing. And that's part of destigmatizing, bringing the—you don't need to lie. You don't need to say, "I'm just sick today." You can name it for what it is. Let's name a mental illness versus a physical illness. That's part of destigmatizing it. So now, in the state of Colorado, if your child comes to you and says, "Mom, Dad," Today, I'm feeling really anxious, and I think I need to take care of myself, and I need to take a mental health day. You can call the school, and you can be honest, and you can use those exact words. Calling an illness what it is, instead of, hey, my child is sick today. Um, And that teens want to do that. So, Robbie's Hope, I'm really proud. We're working in 12 different states to bring similar legislation to their states, and it's introduced by teens. It's not adults. It's teens writing their legislators saying, hey this is an important issue to me. Can you help me? Can we help change the policy in my state? Um, some states are very receptive and open, um, and it's so encouraging and watching these teens feel empowered and heard, creating change. Their voice is important as well. Um, there's a few states that are a little bit reluctant. Um, some people still feel like it's going to be abused or um, taken the wrong way, but mm-hmm. that's not the intent at all. It's Truly, naming an illness what it is, and destigmatizing teen depression and teen anxiety. We all have mental health. It's okay to talk about how we feel.
0: Right. And what have you heard back from, like, teachers and school administrators in the state of Colorado about this?
1: That's a good question. I think with COVID, it's a little bit harder, the whole absences, because so much of it being remote. But I don't think there's, there's not neg- – I have not heard any negative feedback at all.
0: Well, tell me a little bit about the, I hate to say it's an epidemic, but the epidemic of teen suicide here in Colorado. I I always hear that we have some of the highest numbers in the country, and that's just frightening.
1: It is frightening. It's so frightening as a parent um, and now working in the field, but I really do think that suicide is preventable. Sadly, in our state, um, the rates have increased for teen suicide. It's the number one killer of teens ages 10 to 19 in our state. Um, The rates are up over 50% the last three years. Um, We're really grateful, um, and we are based out of Jefferson County. We're in Golden Lakewood, Arvada area, and um, the 2019 numbers in the Jefferson County, they are less than what they were, about 50% lower, so we feel like some of the work that Robbie's Hope is doing is changing and working, and teens are feeling heard. They know that there's options. They know that if um, an issue is too big and they're concerned about a friend, they got to get that friend some help and mm-hmm. get a trusted adult involved. Um, now we need to replicate this across the country, across the state. Um, teen suicide rates, they're rising in most states. its It truly is not a pandemic, but an epidemic Right. we got to do something about.
0: Well, you've got to feel good about the inroads um, that you're doing right now, which was born out of such a tragedy for your family.
1: Oh, it's hard. It's so hard. You know, Robbie was 15 years old. And there are a lot of people that say, oh, Robbie would be so proud of you. And my husband and I, you know, Robbie was a typical 15 year old. He might truly if he was be embarrassed that his parents are like putting all but i think he absolutely would be proud he was a very empathetic person he helped a few kids his freshman year of high school with their own suicidal ideation um it's hard work but it's it's i get so much back from the teens and from the parents i know We are making a difference, and it's the reason that we get up every morning and keep doing the work that we do. I understand that um, my story and my vulnerability can produce fear in adults and parents, and that's not what I want at all. I want parents to feel hopeful and just take the time to have a meaningful conversation. Be vulnerable with your teen. Um, Remember that there's hope. Hold on. Pain ends. Most kids are going to Thrive and do well. They're going to. We're all going to have tough times. We're going to go through bouts of depression and anxiety, um, but most teens are going to get through their teenage years and they're going to thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, but just take the time to check in with your teen. That would be my message.
0: I love it. Well, Kari Eckert, Robbie's Hope. Uh, for folks that want to get involved, want more information, what is the website? Robbie's R O B B I E
1: S dash Hope H O P E dot com.
0: Well, Kari, it was great talking with you and catching up, and thank you for the work that you're doing. On behalf of parents everywhere, thank you for getting out there and having these conversations. Thank you, Melissa. Take care of yourself. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. For more information, go to the radio station's website. Go out, have a great day. Be blessed and be kind.